The auction industry can be an exciting and fast-paced way that Americans and the world can convert desired items into cash. But if you don't know how it all works, it can become quite confusing. Welcome to Ed Spencer's American Auction View. In this program, you will learn how merchandisers, attorneys, estate executors, retail outlets, and the general public are using the auction system to their benefit. And you'll find out how it all works. Now, here is Ed Spencer with co-host Luke Spencer. Uh, good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to the show this evening. I'm here with Jana. Jana is my assistant and responsible for our research on the program. And uh, so we've got an interesting program for you tonight. We're going to kind of title this just kind of a general auction information type thing. We might hit on some uh, different topics and different kinds of things and let you know a little bit what's going in on in our world, in our auction business and some of the others. Uh, we're, we've been very, very busy at, at this, uh, we own Spencer Real Estate and Auction Company and a company called Farms America that specializes in land. And, uh, we've been, uh, real busy through the spring right up to now. And we're, it looks like it's going to, uh, stay with us all year, uh, in the marketing land and the general auctions. Uh, we've been privileged. We've had, I think in the last, uh, oh, I don't know what, probably six weeks we've sold, Five to six hundred acres of, of land, and uh, the market's holding up real well. Uh, it's real good. It, it it was just a little stagnant maybe there in the winter a little bit, uh, and and through maybe well you might say from November to February maybe not quite as uh, much interest, uh, but now uh, it's it's good and uh, land selling very well, and and um, I'd say it's probably uh, steady to strong. Lower quality land that might not be quite as, as productive as some of the top producing land is, is probably 5% uh, lower, maybe 10 in places. And, uh, but, but it's good. It, it's really good. And, and so anyway, that makes up a, a big part of our, uh, of our business here. We do have some auctions. I will hit, do a little uh, commercial here. We've got a, a really, really nice land auction if any investors or anybody's listening on uh, uh, Friday, June the 6th. Uh, it'll be held at the uh, Twisted Tail Steakhouse and Saloon in BB Town, Iowa. We've got 209 acres, and uh, the address of that is 3348 Muncie Avenue, Missouri Valley. It's a good producing uh, farm. We, I, we would classify it as an upland hill farm. It's not a bottom or irrigated farm, but it's a, it's a good producer. Uh, I had the privilege of knowing the owners for several years, and, and uh, uh, uh Warren and Patricia Anderson owned the owned the farm, or, and uh, Warren's been gone a while. Patricia just passed, so it's in Patricia Anderson Estate, and we're going to hold that auction, as I said, on Friday, June the sixth, at the Twisted Tail in BB Town, Iowa. And if that'll give you something to do after a while, yeah, everybody, I can hear everybody now finding where's BB Town. That ought to generate a call, I think. That that should be good for a call. Where's BB Town? <laughs> BB Town. Well. <laughs> Even Jane is laughing. BB Town is located in southwest Iowa. It's uh, it's uh, kind of easy to find. It's right on the western edge of the state. It's um, probably about uh, 25 to 30 miles northeast of Omaha, Nebraska, in the Council Bluffs area. It's right off I-680 that goes across to Iowa. And uh, nice little town there. But anyway, that's where the auction is going to be held. And we've been doing a lot of our businesses is around that area. But we do business everywhere. All over the state and different states, we are we are licensed uh, to do real estate business and sell farms in Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, uh, Minnesota, North Dakota, and 
so and, and there's more states coming we're adding Illinois here pretty quick so if you're listening anybody's interested in selling any land or anything like that let us know we'd love to work with you uh, we take pride in the auction business we've been doing it for a long time I went to auction school in 1974 at uh, Rice Worldwide College of Auctioneering in Mason City Iowa and I've been doing it ever since and I'm uh, and there's different kinds of auctioneers there's a uh, uh, well, and I chose to, to couple it with the real estate business, which is a good, it's a good pairing. You'll find a lot of, of auctioneers that are real estate brokers and whatever, but, but, uh, and there's, there's full-time auctioneers and part-time auctioneers and sometime auctioneers and, and, uh, and, and the hobby auctioneers and, and it, they're all very, very nice people and it gets a good fold. We, we do make it our livelihood. It is our business. It's been our business, uh, as I said, since, uh, well, I went to auction school in the mid-70s, and then in 83, we, we opened Spencer Real Estate and Auction Company. They've been going ever since, and uh, it's been very good to us, and uh, it, it's a good business. And, and you meet a lot of good, good people, and for the most part, they're the right kind of people. They treat you right. Uh, the, the auction business, I don't know if we've hit it on, on it on other shows, but it's a, ethics are a big part of the auctions. You know, I, People want to deal with somebody that's ethical and honest and forthright and, and uh, kind of speaks their mind and tells what they think but does it in a, in a right, quiet way and give and passes on uh, the correct information to their clients. Not, not something they just want to hear. A good auctioneer will, uh, will assess things and assess the job at hand, whether it be land for sale or uh, cars or tractors or just a general household auction. He'll assess the, the what he's what he's to do and look it over, and then he'll give that uh, client his best advice. And that might be uh, how how to dispose of it. That one of the common questions you'll get on household and things is there enough for an auction? Or and uh, and sometimes the answer is yes, and sometimes it's no. Uh, the reason we take all we don't uh, discriminate on the size, and that's not what we're doing. But but we'll, when the, an auction maybe not. Uh, is is not very a very high dollar producing auction. It has to uh, be so productive in order to carry itself. And by carrying itself, I mean it has to be able to pay the advertising bills. And, uh, and you have to advertise. If you can't, if you don't advertise, you won't have a crowd. And you won't have a good auction. So, uh, but most uh, the majority of them here uh, lately have been, or that we have coming are very very good auctions. I just told you about the land auction we've got coming. This. Uh, uh, this Saturday, on the 24th of May, we're going to be in Council Bluffs, Iowa at 14963 Galen Drive, Council Bluffs, and there's some nice, nice items on that. That's a uh, Glenn and Clay, Glenn, excuse me, Glenn and Kay Clouser. Uh, they're moving from Council Bluffs down to Texas, and uh, and they're uh, selling their property up here, and we're having their auction on the, as I said, Saturday, May 24th at 11. And that include there's going to be 40, uh, oh, more than 40, 40 plus Wallace Nutting prints. Uh, Wallace Nutting, if you're not familiar, it's, a, it's kind of a hand-drawn uh, sketch, and then they're print, they're printed or they're painted with a special kind of paint, and they're very collectible. There's a 40 plus of those prints. There's Wallace Nutting books. There's uh, lots of there's other paintings. There's a 1994 Toyota DL extended cab pickup. Automatic two-door on the, on the sale, antique furniture, uh, collectibles, lots of glassware. There's a, one of the largest, we're going to sell one of the largest settings of uh, tea dishes that I've, I've ever sold. Usually you'll sell a, 
two, three, four pieces on a sale. There's lots and lots of pieces of uh, tea setting. They're very collectible. If you know what that is, if you've, uh, you know, if, you, if you're familiar with it, you'll, that's all I need to say is tea setting. There's lots of that. Uh, a lot of furniture, lawn and garden, Cub Cadet LT1042 Hydrostat 1000 Series. That's on the sale. Uh, mobility scooter, Pride Legend, four years old. That's really good. Office equipment, lots of antique collectibles, uh, cast iron toys. So it's going to be a very, very good auction. And that's the uh, Glenn and Clay. I keep saying Clay, I'm sorry. Glenn and Kay Clouser. Uh, auction on uh, Saturday, May 24th. That's going to start at 11 a.m. If you're interested in that or any of these auctions, you're welcome to go to www.edspencer.com. You go to that website and you click on auctions. You'll be able to pull these sale bills of these auctions off, off the website, print them yourself from your home printer, and, uh, and, and know exactly what's going on. We've got uh, one of the top, one of the, well, an outstanding tool auction coming up in, uh, in June. And uh, it's a, a local uh, a man coming up, a local uh, shop here that's uh, going out of business and, and, uh, and time to retire. And, and they're worth selling those, their equipment. I believe that's on the, what is it, Jane, Jane the 26th? 26th. 26th of June. That'll be in the town of Logan, Iowa. And there again, I'm sure Logan's a big town that all, everybody will know where it's at. But it's uh, you can Google it, that one. Yeah, you can Google. Well, yeah, Janet says you can Google Logan. I don't think you can BB Town again, huh? You can Google Logan, and uh, <clears throat> Logan will, uh, and that's where this auction is. That's where our main office is. We have offices in Logan, Council Plus, Missouri Valley. Our main office is in the town of Logan. So uh, we're going to be conducting that sale here pretty quick. Uh, as I said, the 26th of. Uh, 26th of June. Okay, um, so there's just a, just a lot, lot happening in the auction business. Uh, tomorrow, I have an auctioneer for the for a livestock. I've sold livestock all my life, and I'm uh, the auctioneer for the Big Blue Sale Barn. And you can find that uh, on BigBlueSaleBarn.com. And uh, it's a what it is. It's an internet uh, based auction. We have. Uh, field men all over the United States. Uh, I haven't tallied everything up here today, but I'll bet we'll have close to 10,000 head on the Mars sale, probably between eight and nine, 10,000 head, uh, something like that. That sale starts at one o'clock. Uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, that sale is held at the town called Fremont, and that's a big, that's just North Omaha, everywhere. You, you can find that one. Anyway, uh, that sale's tomorrow at one o'clock, and, and we'll be selling cattle. We had a little special on cattle at one time, and uh, and and I might hear if I get a little time read to you, but we'll uh, if you go uh, and look at the cattle. As I said, I'll just take one consignment just to give you an idea. Here's a we have a representative by the name of uh, Greg Morrison, and uh, they're located. Uh, these cattle are located in Moffat, Colorado. There's 85 steers. And in the listing, it tells the steers there's 85 of them. It tells where they're at, six miles from off of Colorado. Uh, it'll, uh, it, there's a slide. That's a whole, uh, it'll take longer to, if, if you want to know what a slide is, uh, you can call and ask me or that I can get you the information. But it take, that could, I could take an hour to explain what a slide is up and down. It's, based, it's, a, it's a price variation based on the uh, weight of the cattle. And then they shrink the cattle. If you don't know what shrink is, it's a, it's just uh, they back the weight up, a method of backing the weight up because uh, when you transport livestock, 
they do lose some weight and, and stress and in transport. Uh, there's a base weight on the cattle and uh, it tells the color of the 80% black red. Vaccinations is a big thing. And, and then uh, when we have that sale, then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll read that lot number off, tell everything about them. And then I'll start those, uh, I'll start those cattle. And uh, typical thing today, cattle very high price. So these steers, uh, Tim and Lori Lovato, 85 steers, uh, weighing 565 pounds, you probably start them at a dollar and a half. Now, I'm at about, I got a well, again coming up on break. I can't even go. Huh? The vet's holding. Okay. Uh, I'll go ahead and I'll get, I'll sell for you here in a little bit. We're going to take a little break. We're going to have a caller come on uh, right after the break. So uh, stay tuned. You'll enjoy the, you'll enjoy the show tonight. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. If you want to know about investing in emerging and frontier markets, or if you have experience in this field but still need to know more, tune in to Emerging and Frontier Markets Investing with Gavin Graham. Gavin explores news, current trends, and insights about both categories of investing. His guest experts, along with his own knowledge, will help you stay above the line when it comes to growth potential, whether in funds or equities. He will look at what to invest in and avoid. Tune in to Emerging and Frontier Markets Investing with Gavin Graham every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. your plan going? Could you use a little help on your path to success? Why not step up and play big? Join host Chris Ruisi for a show that will help you identify the possibilities that await you. Too many people succumb to just being average when they could be exceeding average without too much more effort. It's time for you to become exceptional. Raise the bar to your success. Basically, it's time for you to step up and play big. Join Chris Ruisi every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Ed Spencer's American Auction View. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Jaina at edspencer.com. That's J-A-I-N-A at edspencer.com. And she'll make sure you have an answer as soon as possible. Now, back to Ed Spencer and Luke Spencer. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Uh, we're after the break here, uh, we, it's our pleasure and privilege uh, tonight to have uh, have Yvette Vanderbrink on with us. Yvette owns Vanderbrink Auctions uh, LLC. Is that right, Yvette? And yeah, uh, talk about buttering me up. I feel like a piece of bread or a turkey. Why? You're, uh, you're, you can walk on water, can't you? No, no, I think. <laughs> But anyway, Yvette, Yvette is a very well, uh, very good auctioneer, and and uh, 
all you have to do is look at, at, at what auctions she's had, what auctions she's got coming up, and they're not just local auctions. They're uh, they're very high dollar collector auctions. I, I, boy, I got kind of fascinated with Yvette when she did it. Was it Pierce, Nebraska, Yvette? Wasn't it? Right. Yeah. And, last that, year. and that, that made the national news. And, and uh, so everybody, uh, and it fascinated me as an auctioneer. And uh, and I saw her on the news a little bit and, and uh, selling. And so that's what kind of uh, got me to kind of strike up a little uh, uh, conversation here and a little uh, relationship with Yvette. But it's, and she's, uh, this is, I think, her third show she's contributed to and yeah. been on. And, and it's always fun. I always learn a lot of things. Last time, I, and I still think about it today, I told one of my associates about it that, that lining up the pickups for the land dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I have, I have never, that's absolutely, he He said the same thing. He said, ah, you don't do it that way. And I said, well, I think it's very <laughs> yeah. successful. I know it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have one after a while this fall or later on, and I'm going to do that with the crops get out. You, you do and, that and tell me how your results are compared to a ballroom. Yeah, yeah, I will. I, I, and it makes and a lot of sense. It, what it makes sense to me is that, you know, you're sitting in the privacy of your own pickup. You're drinking a cup of coffee, and you got a calculator yeah. or, or a com- computer there, and you got maybe yeah. you could you could even have your banker sitting in the back seat if you wanted him to, and, and right. uh, you can be very private. And and yep. and then the other thing is it kind of it stops a few games from being played. A lot exactly. of times, yeah. A lot of times when you have a ballroom, it's been my, you know, some. You'll stand in the back and see who's bidding and what's bidding and oh, well, Bill's there's bidding. a lot of posturing. You get rid of the posturing. Yeah. No, that's it. Makes it makes perfect sense, and I'm I'm definitely going to try it. And uh, good. Yeah, yeah, I will try it. I see. I was reading this ad of, of yours here a little bit. Let's uh, see. On the twenty fourth, you're going to yep. be. Uh, we're at Myrtle, South Dakota, right? Yeah, we're going to be out in Myrtle, South Dakota. It's a, it's a consignment auction that Dave, the owner of Pioneer Auto Museum, has done for 23 years. And this is our second year helping him with that. And we've got uh, quite about 70-some vehicles that people have consigned and some really good stuff in there. And uh, so I'll be taking off tomorrow evening. I just got home last night from Arkansas. And had to play wife a little bit today. I tell you oh, what, did you? my yeah, my husband's a wonderful man, and he used to cook. He didn't get married till he's twenty six, but the minute uh, he got married, some gene in his body and his brain disappeared, and he no longer can cook and fend for himself. Can't boil water or can't cook a hot dog yeah, or nothing. All of a sudden, he forgot how to make food, and <laughs> they call me, and oh my gosh, they're starving like a bunch of barn cats. So I had to get groceries and. <laughs> Get prepared for the next time I take off. No, well, it sounds like they really depend on you. Yeah, they do. But, you know, it's kind of funny. I make a casserole or something, and they come in, and it's just like, honest to God, like barn cats. It's like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> well, it makes you feel good. It does. You wouldn't, it you would, really you wouldn't, like, you wouldn't like it if they didn't like your cooking, right? Well, one time my husband, he still talks about it, when we first got married, I had made pork chops and used stewed tomatoes, and I got a little watery, and they almost boiled them, and he'll never, ever forget that. That was like 22 and a half years ago, you know? Yeah, my my, my mother, my, my folks are both gone, but they, my mother always told a story about, I don't know whether she held supper a little late or whatever, it was in the style or whatever, anyway, the, I think, I really think it was pork chops, again, they got burned yeah. 
or kind of crispy or whatever that and uh, she served my dad said something you know that wasn't really terrible but just said you know they made the comment they're a little crispy or something and she picked up one that was on her plate and said bingo and just threw it right at <laughs> well cow, i have thrown a couple dinners in the yard for the dog before <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, you, you don't have a good sale. Are you worried about the date at all for uh, Memorial Day? Well, it really isn't our choice. Uh, Dave is the one who picks the date for this. It's not uh, our choice on that. We're more, we, I just work with him. It's more his consignment auction that he does. Uh, just like, you know, we're just kind of consigned to help him run it. Yeah, but he and must be comfortable with the date or he wouldn't do it, right? Right, right. Yeah. And we've done it for two years. It's, it's pretty fun. It's, you know, it's out in the middle of South Dakota there, and, yeah. and uh, it, it's fun. Yeah, I've got a one that I, the, the same type of thing. I've got one Saturday on the 24th. That, uh, uh-huh. It is not, not the thing caliber, but it, the, the people pick the date, and they're moving to Texas. And, and yeah. you know, with the holidays and everything, it's a little wonder, you know, that's a, if it's going to bother. Well, but I don't, Memorial Weekend is one of those well. weird holidays. It's either yeah. uh, going to rain, be nice, or nothing, you know? Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So then after that, uh, you've got, it looks like Saturday, June the 7th, you're going to be in Eden, and that's the one we talked about last week, wasn't sure. it? Sure. Yeah, it's going to be in we, Oklahoma. that the one we yeah. talked about with the snake chaps? Well, no. that was down in Cleveland, Oklahoma, where oh. I had the snakes, and uh, I got back from there Friday night, and I never saw any. But I guess there was a copperhead right kind of where I was working the day before, but I didn't see him. But, uh, no, we're going to be in Enid, Oklahoma, on June 7th, and that's about 200 pre-war cars. They're all in the teens to the 30s and 40s, and there's just a lot of street rod type stuff for older and a lot of parts. And we've gotten a lot of national attention. We're going to be filming a TV show on this one down there on the 7th. It'll be on this fall. And what, who's filming that? Who's what, what network? Um, it's going to be called, it's on Fox Business. On Fox, oh wow. And it's going to be called uh, My Strange Inheritance. And it's a little bit more so about my seller that inherited this very unique collection, you know. Yeah. And uh, they have also have uh, other shows that they're doing and it'll air sometime this August, September area. And uh, so that'll be kind of interesting. And then June 14th, we're in Fargo, North Dakota, and we're going to be yeah. selling Woody Wagons. It's an estate up there, some really rare cars. And then we get a little bit of a break, except for me, and I'll be doing inventories. Um, uh-huh. I'll be heading down south and going out in Nebraska again, and then I'll be caught up and up to, the, up to North Dakota. And then um, hang around my house a little bit. We're doing that construction i'd like to do some stuff with that and yeah. then july 19th we're going to be back in fargo for another estate stuff a lot of really cool collector toys ford collector cars we have this one of the kitty trains that was in como park in st paul all right yep and then we have uh parts and a lot of signage a lot of ford signs then uh, August 2nd, we're going to be up in by Bismarck. August 16th, we're going to be in Cleveland, Oklahoma with the snakes. And then uh, September 6th, we'll be in Nebraska again. 
for another you could, car auction. You pass then, out a pair of snake chaps when they register for a buyer's number? I'm not wearing or? my snake chaps. You know, we're going to bush hog that ground, and oh, yeah. there'll be so much activity that there ain't going to be no snakes there. I can yeah. tell you, they'll be in the weeds if they go off <laughs> that way, maybe. But uh, And then September 20th is a really cool auction by Alexandria, Minnesota. Vintage race cars, steam tractors, antique tractors, collector cars, and the guy's got his own private racetrack, so we're going to fire up the race cars on Friday night and take them down the track. Oh, wow. That sounds yeah, like Yeah, have a little social. Where's that and at? Actually, what, uh, by Alexandria, Minnesota. It's pretty cool. And uh, then uh, October 4th, we go back to Nebraska, to Minden, for uh, cars and collector car and parts auction. Then October 18th and 19th, we're going to head to Arkansas, and uh, we're going to do a huge gas and oil collection and antique tractors and gas engine auction, and then we've got some other stuff in the fire. Uh, right now, we're working with a family on a potential of 2,700 acres in North Dakota. Oh, wow. And um, I just got my North Dakota broker's license. No, did you? And uh, then... Um, we got that. We got ours. There's a couple too. other things we're. No, we don't around. have ours. But it's always fun, isn't it? Pardon? What's that? Uh, I say we we're we're planning on adding North Dakota to our our states, but we haven't done that's, so yet. But. Yeah, reciprocity. You, yeah, yeah. That's what I. Yeah. But in North Dakota, you can sell real estate at auction without a real estate license. Oh, can you? Yes, you can. Yep. A lot of, a lot of states are stopping that, though, now. Iowa yes. used to. Now they, they've stopped it, and a lot of states won't let that go on. In North Dakota, where's that in relation to the oil fields? or where the, where um, It's actually uh, just south, and there is oil and gas on the, the land. Oh, wow. That won't yep. hurt anything. And anymore. the family bought it for the mineral rights, but and uh, we're going to give up a small percentage on a couple sections. We're going to put a small percentage of the mineral rights. We'll go with yes. the, what you're selling? Yep. Yeah. Well, I, we'll sell it with the land. Yeah. Yeah. I sold a, a bull sale. I didn't sell one up there this year. A year ago, I sold one up there. And uh, yep. we had, and probably had 100 uh, really good uh, Angus and Semitol cross bulls. And they had the, the banquet the night before. And it was uh -huh. very interesting to talk to those ranchers. And you could almost oh, yeah. tell. You could almost tell the ranchers that owned their own mineral rights and the ones that didn't. You know, yeah, I mean, it, you talk about you talk about a kind of something a hard pill to swallow is owning the ranch and then, and then seeing seeing the oil drive off your your land and not getting that. Two years ago, we worked with a gentleman who sold a tractor collection and a car collection up in Granora, which is by Williston, and that gentleman had what did he have five thousand acres. And he had 10 wells, and he was my age, he was about 50, and um, he, they found out at closing on the leases that they didn't own some of the mineral rights. And what it wow. is, is back in the 30s when a lot of people defaulted during the Depression on their land, and it went back to the government, or if it was a government loan, the government always keeps the mineral rights. Oh, wow. I and didn't know that. you don't necessarily know that until you do title work. And so when they did the title work on his pieces, a couple of his pieces in North Dakota is when he found out he didn't have mineral rights, but you still get comps for surface rights 
because they I have see. the government owns it. They have the right to drill, but they have to compensate you to get there. So you get surface rights. I see. Well, ours is the we get close to a break. Is the government are they will they exercise then their right like that? Oh yes, they are. Yes. But it's probably news Most to them definitely. too. Did they know they owned it before this title work was done or not? No. Um, Daniel actually on one of their farms they thought they owned it, and when they got to the title work, that's when they found out that the government owned it, and they really did not know. But it was a farm that his dad dad had bought during the depression from somebody that defaulted from uh you know the government sale Uh and uh back then you never paid any attention to that you know that is one of the rights that was in of interest and you didn't uh, didn't think it would ever happen number one we're going to come to a a break time here yvette just stay right there with us uh ladies and gentlemen we're visiting with uh yvette vanderbrink vanderbrink auctions it's uh, www.vanderbrinkauctions.com. She's going to be uh, stay with us, and she'll be back with us after the break. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. What does conscious leadership mean to you? It unites organizations instead of dividing them. By exploring commonly-based business challenges, it guarantees an increase in your bottom line. Tune in to Minding Our Business, Creating a Spiritual Economy, with your host, Nadine Rogers. Each week, we'll hear from business leaders and learn from their strategies. We'll talk about personal and organizational best practices that you can learn from, and we'll hear from you. Minding Our Business airs live Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Business. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. listening to Ed Spencer's American Auction View. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Jaina at edspencer.com. That's J-A-I-N-A at edspencer.com. And she'll make sure you have an answer as soon as possible. Now, back to Ed Spencer and Luke Spencer. Welcome back, uh, everyone. We're on our third uh, segment here on this evening's show. I hope you're enjoying the show. It's, uh, I'm, we're visiting uh, right now again with uh, Yvette uh, Vanderbrink, Yvette Vanderbrink Auctions, and uh, she's always fun to visit to and has a lot of experiences and things to go through. Uh, during the break here, we were visiting a little bit, and we're talking about uh, uh, 
uh, North Dakota. She she's she's got some auctions coming in North Dakota, and she's has her broker's license there. And uh, we got talking about, of course, North Dakota is known because of the oil. What do they call it? Mm-hmm. Fracking is that the right term? Yeah. Uh, right. And and uh, it's it's just quite a deal. I mean, it's it, they can't handle the they just can't handle the business. She she had an interesting story about the. Tell us about the Walmart thing. Well. We were up there doing a sale, it was in October, and uh, we got hotel rooms because they fired some guys off of a crew, and we went right into the rooms, and they were god-awful, and now they've built more hotels, but, you know, it's still hard to get a room, and uh, we went to the Walmart, and in the winter there, or in October, it was cold, and they couldn't, and they can't even stock the shelves fast enough, so there's just pallets of stuff, people digging through them in the alleyways. It was and then, crazy. And then crimes has moved in up there, too. Is that, isn't that right? Kind yeah. Of? Uh, you know, a there's bit. a lot of crime. They talk about the Mexican cartel has moved up there. A lot of drug problems, robberies, murders. Yeah. And uh, they're actually finding people. One of the things that I heard when I was up there was a murder, and the person was cut up and oh, wow. thrown around. I mean, pretty yeah. violent, but yeah. that's typical of cartel, actually. I had a bull auction up there, as I said, there in, in uh, I think, January or February of, of 13. And, uh, uh-huh. it, and the night before, we had a banquet for the, the consigners and whatever, and we had a little steakhouse. I can't think of the name of the town. Dickinson, maybe? Is that is there Dickinson? I'm not sure. I think it's a little town. I believe I'm right. I might stand corrected, but I want my memory right now. I think it's Dickinson, uh, North Dakota. Anyway, they said that. They, when you drove, I'm getting a little ahead of my story. When you drove out there in the, to the ranch and looked at the bulls and the cattle and everything, like um, they had, they had little towns set up and they looked like those little uh, units that they you'd see piggybacked on the railroad. Oh yeah, yeah. And they, you'd see a hundred of them in a pile. A man camp, in, yeah. Yeah, and people are living at them. And uh, I know but, you. The money is insane, and the truck drivers up there, I mean, they're making three figures. The only people I think that are making more money than the truck drivers is the strippers. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what they said, that there are strippers up there making 200,000, 300,000 bucks a year. Oh, wow. Well, this... this... I'm not saying that that's a good profession to go into, (laughs) but... But I mean, I, I wouldn't make much money at that one. <laughs> you might after this show, there might be an influx of strippers up there in North Dakota. Well, they busted a prostitution ring when we were up there. Oh, really? Well, they, yeah, well, anyway, on the news. This steakhouse where we had the banquet, you know, I we yeah. were was visiting with the waitresses and everybody stayed a while and had a drink or two. We visited with everybody and they were talking about how late you work or what time you close or whatever. And they said when they close. Why the the police department in this town comes and escorts the waitresses out into their yeah. car and what that makes them sure they leave the parking lot. So, yeah, I believe so, it. I believe so it. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, anytime you get that much money and, and and wealth and greed and whatever, you know, you're going to attract everything, I guess. Well, you know, there's a lot of guys down in my area here in Southwest Minnesota that had trucks that went up there to truck pipe and stuff, sand pipe. And I mean, if you had the capability, why wouldn't you if you could sleep in your sleeper, you know? Yeah. And yeah, that's uh, true. the advantage of making that much money for a short period of time, you know, it's kind of like those guys when it used to be you went to Barrel, Alaska. Yeah. yeah. You know, they went up there and worked for six months and took six months off, you know? 
Yeah. I've heard Not stories like us too. We got to work like dogs. <laughs> that's true. You're right. I, I, we do do our share of work, I think. And that's a, we work we, like but, but dogs, we must, we, must like, we must like it, don't we? Yes, we, yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, I know I had yeah. a guy shake my hands and he goes, Dang, girl, what the hell you been doing? <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, working since I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so these auctions you got coming up, and you, you kind of go yourself and do all your inventory, don't you? Yep, I go down and do the inventory. There's sometimes I'll bring a couple people with me, but usually you got to examine it. I like to know exactly what we're selling hands-on. Um, sometimes we'll bring some of the other people along to assist with that. My clerk will go with me sometimes. and um, But my sister went with me on one. We didn't do inventory. We didn't do the sale, but we went to Roswell, New Mexico. She just wanted to get her alien thing fixed on, you know? <laughs> and so we did the, the Roswell thing. It's like wall drug on steroids. <laughs> one time and that's it. I mean, I'd had enough of it. We got some funny pictures out of the deal, though. Did you? Yeah. There's one museum where you can pose with aliens playing foosball at a picnic. It's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, I've, but, I've never uh, been but there. Yeah, I go on the road with my digital camera and my recorders, and we do video previews. Uh-huh. We do um, the pictures that I load everything and, and write the inventories, write the catalogs. And like you, everything is online, so people can uh, go on there, print them, watch, the, watch a preview. We walk around and show everybody what we got coming up. Um, it's, it's pretty cool what technology you can do nowadays. And yeah. the other reason why we do a video preview is um, we don't want anybody in there ahead of time. Um, oh. our, our sellers usually don't want anybody in there ahead of time looking at stuff. Yeah, and but so how, we, do you, how, do you, how do you stop that from happening? you got to advertise an address, don't you? We advertise it that this is the only day you can go in. But. And then... Um, uh, but we keep, it works pretty good. And then they can watch the video. It shows them almost everything. Um, you know, sometimes there'll be multiple videos. Um, and then pictures. There's hundreds to thousands of pictures that we put up. I know, like, with that one I just took in Jordan, there must be 2,000, 1,500, 2,000 pictures. Oh, wow. To look at on the website, yep. So, I mean... We, we take pretty good care of them so that, was, you know, and we yeah. never put our sellers' phone numbers down unless they want us to. Yeah. Um, we just I've, assume screen all the calls. Yeah, I've got a big machinery auction of John Deere and International Equipment coming up on the 2nd of August in a town called Missouri Valley. And, and, and this guy, he's really, very, very, we've got everything, you know, all ready to go to advertising, all loaded and all that. And he wants his, he wants to handle the calls. And so I, that's fine. You know, that, that's his, that's his choice, you know. And I yep. And that's totally, fine. Yeah. But he'll get a lot of them. And I, you know, before it's all over, he'll probably be sick of it, you know. But a lot of times, too, um, you know, it's a widow or it's a family member, and they really didn't know or don't know anything about what there is. And uh, so it kind of works. You know, we also have an answering service sometimes that we use that will give yeah. them a script. Yeah. And, uh, but right. fun, you, yep. And yeah. these are the things they need to know because it's always generally 75% is the same question, and the answers can be found on the website. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. And like it's you know how you want to pay how can when can yeah. I come and see it 
Where's, you know, what pictures or, you know, let's is go, there time? Let's go over the printed, the printed advertising you do for an auction. Sure. If you're in a separate location, it's like a North Dakota location, especially on these classic cars. Now, is there a, is there a classic car auction Bible somewhere? Where yeah. It has there's to about, be? Yes, there's about four major publications that you use, just like with antique tractors and gas engines. After the crash there in seven and eight, a lot of publications went bankrupt uh-huh. and so or got bought out by some of the bigger ones. And so now generally there's about four or five major ones that you advertise in and then the internet and online is immensely strong and then using different forums and chat rooms and mm-hmm. um, you know, direct mail still is a good one. We'll do a postcard only once a year. Um and not always. We didn't do one last year, but uh, we will sometimes. And, you know, the post office has made it, but we can, you know, on our newsletter, we can reach 7,800 people in 10 seconds. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that's, that's, you've spent a lot of time building that that uh, that email base, haven't you, probably? Yeah, it's taken a long time to build that list. and. Um, have you, you ever heard of a publication? It. You heard a publication called Tractor House. Yep, I've advertised in there before. Yeah, we we're, we do that quite a bit. I mean, it's not, but I think you use it. We put our modern machinery in there, and I mean our modern yep. auctions and that. But I think you'd still use it for a for a antique tractors and that, wouldn't you? Uh, not really. I've used no? it for one, and it doesn't work real well for the antique ones in Tractor House. Oh, really? There's better places yeah, to put I them. I had one in there, but the modern machinery, that's a, that's a killer publication. And they also what, have a really the, good online resource. They, Tractor House, like you said. Yeah. Okay, I thought you mentioned another publication. You said. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay. But like yeah. when we do our vehicle ones, you know, Old Cars Weekly, and, you know, and then Tractor ones, you always have Antique Power is a good one. And, you know, I, you, you kind of go when you go in your seller's bathroom. Uh-huh. by the can. <laughs> you know, know, you do your little research when you're, when you're visiting with them. You look at what magazines they're reading, you know, yeah. so they see themselves in them. Um, you know, newspaper is still real good because, mo- and you use most of the major ones because it's also online now. It's digital. And uh-huh. so you get a, a double. Uh, the one thing that still kind of frustrates me is some newspapers that make you buy their online when it's a digital copy anyway. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Another thing I wanted to touch base on uh, tonight, we got, I guess, a minute before break. I wanted to touch base on your your, uh, auction, uh, your auction equipment, your auction trailer. Sure. You've got it. You uh, did you design that yourself, or did you uh, go to a company? Well, the guys at Prairie Winds Trailers hate me. (laughs) Who does? No. No, I got it at Prairie Winds Trailers, and we I custom made it, and they uh-huh. kind of made it with me. One of the guys there, they've made two of them for me. We killed the first one, you know, so many miles. Yeah. And uh, then we got a little, a bigger one. But what I do is, uh, there's a couple companies that'll make them, but I just buy a Hallmark trailer and customize it. Yeah. And then they have window kits because then when I sell it, guys that have cars or, yeah, you know, I sold the last one to an electrician. Right. And so then you just don't have a clerking type trailer, you have a car trailer. And so when yeah. you resell it, you have more capability. But I had shelving built in it. We have counters in there. Um, yeah. 
you know, it, it's a, excuse me, it's a mobile office. We have all yeah. our computers in there, plug-ins, it's hardwired. Um, you know, double windows on one side, a yeah. ramp door. I can drive my. You're, connect, you're connected wirelessly too from the from the auction platform yeah. to your. Yeah. 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 We yeah, got to take one more little break phone. here, and then we'll be back. Stay with us a little bit, Yvette. We'll finish up here, but okay. uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're visiting with Yvette Vanderbrink, Vanderbrink Auctions. Hope you're enjoying the show. We're going to take another break, and we'll be back for the fourth segment. Thank you. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. As your business grows, are you growing with it? Do you have the right balance of time, attention, work, and personal life? Take the growing pains out of growth and tune into The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. If you are spending most of your energy managing problems rather than focusing on taking your business to the next level, our program will give you the steps you need to make sure you have everything in place for forward-thinking business leadership. The Business Edge is heard every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. listening to Ed Spencer's American Auction View. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Jaina at edspencer.com. That's J-A-I-N-A at edspencer.com. And she'll make sure you have an answer as soon as possible. Now, back to Ed Spencer and Luke Spencer. Well, welcome back, everyone, from the uh, fourth segment of our show here this evening. Hope you're enjoying it. Uh, we're visiting again with Yvette Vanderbrink, uh, Jane, and my assistant, and my researchers here with us. And and uh, if this would be an excellent time now if you've got any call. Everybody in the country loves antique cars, and it's a very fascinating subject. Now, if you, uh, we've got an expert on on the show here tonight. So if you want to call in, it's eight six six four seven two five seven nine zero. And you're, you can ask her questions, I guess, pertain to the auctions pretty well. <laughs> but uh, whatever questions you've got, she, she's an expert at it. They've been doing it a long time, and, and she, she, uh, she'd be happy to answer your questions. Uh, during the break, I was visiting with her a little bit what, uh, about how she transports the, uh, what she does. When, you, when an auctioneer sells an item, he, he, he verbally sells it, and that's recorded. The clerk records it. And... Uh, in old time, you know, you know, we still do some. When you've been in where we're at, you'll do. Right. You'll fill. You'll fill out a clerking sheet. And there's typically what twelve items on a sheet, and the ones we use. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, 
and then that, that paper, and then when the clerking sheets are full, then we had, you'd have a runner run that to the office, and then the girls in the office would separate that, and the hard copy would be the receipt to the buyer. Right. Uh, yeah, and then the, the yellow copy, there's a, it's a three, there's a white, a, a white, a yellow, and a hard copy at the back. The hard copy would go as a receipt to the buyer. The yellow copy would be stay when your, the auction is done. It would stay with the... Uh, with your client, with in, and then the white copy you take back to the office, and then when the auction's over with, well, then I, I usually try to let my, my what I do. I don't I don't, I don't try. I, when we're all done, why why we uh, we'll let our client know exactly where we're at and and uh, uh, what what the total is, and and uh, you know there might be a time or two when you, when you lack a two or three dollars from balancing or a little bit or something, and you have to. Uh, you know, go back to, and go through all the sheets to make sure you, you find it. But, but there's a rule for, before we leave that premise, we let the, our sellers will know how many dollars we took in and, uh, yep. and we balanced. I'm sure you do the same thing. We do it all computerized. We, have, we use an auction software program. We have been computerized for 12 years, and uh, we just switch systems. And so when we're out in the field, we push a computer cart around, and we man we enter everything in the computer, and it is wireless radio back to the clerking trailer, and we still bring those sheets along just in case something happens. But um, a guy can't run; he can't outbeat us. You know, he used to be a long time ago. I'm going to run to my pickup before they get that clerking sheet back, and they can't even do that now because it's wireless radio. Within seconds, it's in the trailer, and we know. But the good thing about that is at the end of the day, we do a printout, and it shows our seller, everybody, what they bought, how much, and it gives them a total, a gross yeah. total. And then they can, we can even check on it during the auction. So like last year at Lambrex, I wasn't paying attention, but my clerk showed me that we were all almost to two million oh, the wow. first day. Wow. It makes you feel good, doesn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, I actually, yeah, it was amazing. It was a lot of, you know, made that hard work feel good. And, and you yeah. know, when you can kick it out of the park and surprise your sellers and, you know, go more than what they expected in the auction is the only way you can get somebody more than they anticipated. That really makes it feel good. Yeah, that's true. It's pr pr true price discovery is what I like to refer to it. Right, that's right, true market. Yeah, if an auctioneer does his job and crosses his T's, dots his I's, and does his homework, why, uh, you know, it makes for a good, successful auction. This, uh, I, so you do, a, you do a hard copy, too, along with the yes. computer? No, we do not. No. no. We okay. get, it prints hard copies for us. Okay. It prints so it, automatic backup sheets. So this on, that you've got out there in front of the, on the crowd, it's a, you got a computer on a cart? Is that what you got? Yeah, it looks like uh, she's pushing a grill around. <laughs> well, why, why, well, my first question is, though, why isn't that up in, in the auction camper with you? We don't sell out of a topper. Oh, you don't? Never do? Nope, we never do. I see. Okay. We no, like we to do. be on the ground working our crowd, and uh -huh. I like to be able to shake somebody's hand and talk to them, and uh, I feel... I mean, we, we like we seem to think we get a lot more money when we're on the ground. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's our. That's just us. That's yeah. Just well, us. I'm sure it's you know. Yeah, I'm sure you've you've tried. We we do both. You know. Yep. And and, uh, and uh, 
you know, if I would have had a big machinery sale, I would definitely want a topper. Yeah, like the ones that we have, like the one I've got coming up in August and things like that, where you're, you, you know, where you know you'll have. For one thing, you got you got the the advantage of being a, a, just a little higher than the crowd, and you can kind yeah, of see. Yeah, but your ringmen are still on the ground. That's yeah. what that's what we battle with. Yeah. If you have one guy up, or maybe two guys up, which is awesome, but your rest of your guys are still down the bottom. Yeah. And so, like last year when we did that big sale in Nebraska, we had a mobile stage, which was a twenty-five foot gooseneck trailer, and uh-huh. we pulled that through. And we all were high, and then we could jump down when we needed to. Yeah, I think that thing, that was on the news. I think I think I saw yeah, that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and everybody yeah. thought I was crazy. They my guys no. thought we were nuts. I've even had them. I remember one time when I had a. Uh, you know, I like to be out and open, and, and, and you know, we so we've had some sales. At one time, we had it was just a cold. You couldn't hardly even take a breath. And I had a. Yep, a, I hear you. I had a portable auction and I had an auction block, and I put it on a little uh, six by ten trailer, and we pulled yep. that and we pulled that auction block around with a with a four wheeler. Yep. And and so you were right there. You were just as cold as the crowd. You know, you were right yep. there. You were, you were living it, and, and you were right yep. there close to them. And still, but still, you had a little that height advantage. You know. Yes, and, I agree. And, and, yeah, you know, so, one time we were, did a sale down in Missouri, and my seller took care of the food and the porta pots. And I said, okay, well, we're in the absolute middle of nowhere. And we get to the auction. I said, well, where's the porta pots? And he goes, right there. And you know what they made? (laughs) They made two old-fashioned outhouses and put them on top of a hay rack with tanks underneath, and they followed the crowd and pulled them. And so when you had to go to the can, you jumped up in these outhouses, and if we had to move... Hang on, you had to go too. It was the darndest thing I'd ever seen. Well, I wasn't. It doesn't appear very smart to me, but I, maybe that didn't work. It worked. It worked. <laughs> we were in the. I mean, we were in hillbilly hell. No offense, but we were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we got well, the heck out of. It was a good sale. It was fun, but we got the heck out of there as fast as we could. And you had another crew clean the porta pots, right? <laughs> It was theirs. They built them. <laughs> and about a couple of years later, I had about just two years ago, and this sale was back in 05. A couple of years later, I had a lady call me, and she goes, are you Missy Vanderbrink? And I said, yep. Did you do such and such a sale in Missouri? And I said, yeah. She goes, well, I just thought you'd like to know that he died, and I have his two sons in prison here with me, and they were talking about the auction. And I said, really? Yeah. And I said, well, what happened? And they were cooking meth out on his dad, the dad's farm. Well. Yeah, you you never know. No, no, you never know. You you never. Sometimes the heirs or, you know, dealing with heirs is another, you you know, you could write a book on, you know, dealing with errors and people that are trying to help and giving advice, you know, when you're having an auction and everybody's got an idea, you know. I do that yeah. when I have a, when I have a, we got, it's getting closer to, to end. But I, when I have a, a land sale or whatever and I've got five or six errors, I just always have a little meeting with them and say, hey, yep. pick a, a spokesperson. Because I, you yep. know, you won't, you don't want to have time to talk to six people in the heat of an auction and, and see what, what they're thinking. So I usually have well, a spokesperson and talk to one. 
Yeah, and you always want to have a, a meeting so that they know what's going on, everybody's informed, and that keeps everybody happy, too. You know, but when you have, like I had one guy one time that was dying, and he was real emotional about his stuff selling, and his sister was in charge, and he threw himself across the hood of the first vehicle we sold, and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so I said, Sharon, you got to get him out of here. Go get him a hamburger and an ice cream. Yeah. And then he came back, and he was good as gold. But, you know, yeah. we had to do it, There, you know. And, oh, uh, yeah. But, you know, you run into all different kinds oh, of things. Kinds. I've had yeah. to break up fights before. Um, you know, it, you run into everything. We had a family member stealing stuff during a sale. We had well, a I've had that happen, tape. too. And I've been, uh, oh, you know. The frying pan. You just never know. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, you run into everything. Yvette, we're kind of coming to the end of the show, and I've again, I've uh, just immensely enjoyed visiting with you, and I know the the uh, our listeners have too, and that uh, very very informative. And Jane will be talking to you here and, uh, during the week, and and uh, but but uh, I I do I want you to know that we do appreciate your uh, your input, and you've helped uh, everybody. I I think that you sure helped uh, bring a new dimension and helped a lot of our listeners understand. Uh, what you do and and how important uh, the auctioneer business is to people that do it and, and do it right. And uh, well, you know, Ed, it's our job as auctioneers. We work for our sellers. We don't work for buyers. Yeah. We are in. We're working for to get every dollar for our seller because when our sellers do good, the auctioneer and the crew does good. Yeah. And so it's our job to get all take every last dime from our buyers. So yeah. that they have to tear the back seat out for change to get gas money to go home. <laughs> yeah, that describes it pretty good. That's our job. You're right. Yep, Yvette, that's our uh, job. Yvette, thank you very, very much for being with us this evening, and I appreciate it. And I said Jane will be visiting with you here uh, during the week. But, uh, again, I just can't tell you, express my gratitude for, for you tuning in, and, and, uh, and we'll be talking to you. Thank you very much, Yvette. You bet. I better get my chicken home. <laughs> All right. Uh, everybody, uh all our listeners, thanks for tuning in tonight. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, be sure and be back here with us next week. We'll post the topic here on the web here uh, shortly uh, of our ne next week's show. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see everybody next week. Thank you again for tuning in to Ed Spencer's American Auction View. Please join us again next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Ed and Luke Spencer hope to speak with you then.